Welcome to the 81st edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic Again. I am still your Majestic Champion of the World, Tiger Height. And I am still not your Majestic Champion of the World, Peanut Gallery. I won by a tie. So, let's talk about Survivor Series and various other topics around said event. So, Peanut Gallery, take it away. Alright, so, uh, I was trying to figure out what to what to really talk about today, but um, I thought this might be interesting. So, obviously with War Games, Triple H is trying something new. He's he's trying something different for a concept that already exists. Right. And so that got me to thinking, well, what other possibilities are there for match types to be changed going forward? What will he be experimenting on in the future? Um, to kind of switch things up a little bit from the traditional formula. So there are a couple of matches or match types rather that I would personally like to see um, being implemented in the WWE, um, at least on a trial basis. So obviously with War Games, there's the War Games match. Um, and War Games originated in WCW days. Um, so I thought about another type of match that might work really well in in just just in general with WWE, and the first thing that came to mind was uh, the uh, the three ring sixty man match battle royal um, that they did at World War Three um, many years back, where you had twenty wrestlers in three different rings at the exact same time, and the last ten people went into a Battle Royale sort of thing at the very end. Right. Um, so, you know, it's just something with multiple rings. <laughs> and I, I, what I liked about this match, too, is that they actually had the barricade configuration that followed the ring itself. So it, like, snaked around. Right. And it's like, if you got those seats, you were literally in the heart of the action. You would have people fighting on one side of you, right. on this side of you, and on this side of you. Right. Um, and that's just one example. Now, there is another example that I think Cody Rhodes owns uh, with AEW. Um, or I don't know if he owns it or if AEW owns it, but it was the uh, it was a fall brawl sort of concept where uh, you had, I think it was called fall. No, it was Battle Bowl. Battle Bowl, which is kind of like Survivor Series in which you would have teams... Uh, teams of random people that were just randomly drawn go through a traditional Survivor Series match. Whoever wins those preliminary matches goes on to a battle royale. And what was interesting about that was you could, for example, have rivals uh, be in the same team or, you know, whatever sorts of configurations you have. But the, the idea is that it would be a random draw where you'd have to work together in order to make it to the next round before then you just go all out with each other and do a battle royale sort of thing. Okay. I think that the concept is either owned by AEW or it's owned by Cody Rhodes. So that might be something that you can try and they've the never as They've well. never done anything with that, have they? Because that does not sound like a match that I have seen on AEW. No, they have not done, they have not done anything like that in AEW. But I think it would be a great way to... Change it up a Change little bit. Change it up a little bit, right. Because, you know, the Survivor, it up. Right, the Survivor Series match is just traditionally a five-person versus five-person elimination-style tag team match. Right. That's how it's pretty much always been, and I'll talk about the history of that. Right. But my issue is it, with trying different things, 
it, I feel like the whole survivability thing would lose its identity if they decided to do something like that. Well, again, they could do it for other pay-per-views as well. So the the uh, Battle Royale at World War Three, for example, could be used in a setting like Royal Rumble, where you can incorporate Royal Rumble-esque style, but instead of having one ring, you have three different rings, and each person has to go to a randomly selected ring. Right. They, there is no pay-per-view for WWE this um, the next month here in December, is I there? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I, th they've been advertising for um, they've been advertising for uh, uh, Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, those are just some of the thoughts that I had on the possibilities of trying out different things, even with major events that have a traditional site type of match. Um, just like what we had seen with War Games and right. Survivor Series. And I, I, I hate saying this, but I hope the War Games thing is not going to be a constant just at Survivor Series. I'm hoping that they actually formulate storylines that progress to it having to be War Games instead of just having War Games happen at Survivor Series. Because then you're, you're, you're falling into a McMahon hierarchy where... A certain match can only happen at this paper. Game. Right, and again, Triple H has expressed his decisions to kind of move away from those. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that that's going to be a permanent fixture. No. I just, like I said, I think it was just a test. Right. But there are possibilities, there are endless possibilities to do something creative with a traditional pay-per-view style, with mm -hmm. a traditional match. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that in a way. It's just I'm I'm just a bit worried that they will that they will fall into that line again. And it's just like, oh man, don't label it as war games because then you're almost having giving people the expectation right. that war games is always gonna be at the Survivor series, but the Survivor series already had a specialty match, and this is the first time in a while that they have not had a Survivor Series match at the Survivor Series. And I think it's just going to fall on how it's received. Right. And that's it. So those are just some thoughts I had. Um, I don't have anything else to add. Okay. Awesome. So when we come back, we will be talking about the history of not Survivor Series as the pay-per-view, Survivor Series as the match, or the, the form of the Survivor Series match. So when we return, we'll go to that. All right, we are back, and let's talk about the history of Survivor Series as a match, because there is a lot going on here. The pay-per-view has been around since 1987, and there's only been two cases when this match, in one way or another, in some way, shape, or form, was not on the show itself. So let's talk about the first Survivor Series show in 1987. There were four matches. There were four five-on-five five matches, three of them, and then there was a 10-on-10 10 10 tag team Survivor Series match. And there was a women's one as well, and the rest of them were men's. So the women's one was Fabulous Moolah, Jumping Bomb Angels, Rockin' Robin, and Velvet McIntyre taking on and defeating Don Marie, Donna Costanello, the Glamour Girls, and Sensational Sherry. So this is kind of where we are as it relates in wrestling history where you're having a transition between the older and the newer generation mm -hmm. from the late 80s to the early 90s. And the main event of that one, the first team of Survivor Series was Brutus Beefcake, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, and Randy, uh, Randy Savage, and Ricky Steamboat, 
uh, going on into defeating Dangerous Danny Davis, Harley Race, Hercules, Honky Tonk Man, and Ron Bass. So the Tag Team Survivor Series match featured the British Bulldogs, Killer Bees, the Fabulous Rougeaus, the Strike Force, and the Young Stallions defeating the Bolsheviks, Demolition, the Dream Team, the Heart Foundation, and the Islanders. Andre the Giant was the first sole survivor in the first event in 1987. In 1989's event, oh, by the way, there's a lot of yellow. I don't know why, but they made the Survivor Series super duper yellow mm. for some reason, so be prepared for that. Uh, the 1989 one had its first four-on-four -four Survivor Series match, and they had four of them with no variants, really. There was no tag team one, and I don't believe there was a women's one. It was very straightforward, and it was only four-on-fours, which is very, very odd. Let's go to the 1990s one, because this one is weird. This, was, this had the main event of a Survivor Series match, but it was the first time where it was lopsided for competitors. It was a five-on-three Survivor Series, and it had Hulk Hogan, Tito Santana, and Ultimate Warrior defeating Hercules, Paul Roma, Rick Martel, Ted DiBiase, and Warlord. And they did this because the original booking of the match had Jim Duggan and the Natural Disasters teaming with Hogan, but they changed booking at the last second so they had to do this at the literal last second. They made this match three days before the event mm -hmm. happened. And they're like, oh, we have to do a lopsided. But it was the first time in history. There was only one other time that happened. And it was actually the shortest Survivor Series match where Big Show took on, oh God, what was it? It was Viscera. There, there were a couple of them, but it was a one-on-four, mm -hmm. and it was the shortest Survivor Series match ever because it, all it took was one pin, and it happened in, like, less than two minutes. Mm -hmm. So, just an FYI, this is kind of a weird one, that kind of offshoot there. The 1991 Survivor Series had the first three-on-three -three Survivor Series match where Big Boss Man and the Legion of Doom defeated IRS and the Natural Disasters. Why bother calling it Survivor Series when it's only a three-on-three? -three? So we're going to skip dramatically ahead of time because from that point, there really wasn't anything stupendous or magical other than the 2002 Survivor Series where there was no Survivor Series match whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That was the first time, and up until this year's Survivor Series, the only time that the match was not featured right. on the pay-per-view. So this is the 2013 Survivor Series when it was the first seven-on-seven. Seven. It was Team Total Divas, the Bellas, Eva Marie, the Funkadactyls, and Natalia defeating the True Divas, which was AJ Lee, Oksana, Alicia Fox, Caitlin, Rosa Mendez, Summer Rae, and Tamina Snuka. Yeah, she was going with Tamina Snuka at that time. And the 2019 Survivor Series was the first time and so far the only time when they had a triple threat Survivor Series matches because of the Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT Survivor Series stipulation. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, too, is that that was not the original plan for the Survivor Series. They had to change that up and bring in NXT guys for that SmackDown because that was around the when Crown the, Jewel incident right. when a ton of SmackDown wrestlers were not going to have the ability to appear on the show. Mm -hmm. 
So it actually formulated into one of the best ratings for SmackDown at that time and also gave McMahon and Triple H the idea of doing the Triple Threat Survivor Series. Now, there were just a couple of different ones as well uh, throughout the years. You know, I was talking about the Big Show one where it was Big Boss Man, Midian, Prince Albert, and Viscera. And Big Show won in a minute and 26 seconds. So I was actually a little bit wrong there. The 2016 saw a match, the only Survivor Series match that lasted over 50 minutes. I talked about the 2002 one, but not only did that one not feature a Survivor Series, but that was the first Survivor Series under the WWE banner. Mm -hmm. And the 2008 one had the first Women's Survivor Series match since 1996. The... Uh, it took several years where no women's match happened at the Survivor Series at all, mm-hmm. as it relates to that. And the 2013 one had its third women's match. And I think overall there were 89 Survivor Series matches, and only eight of those had women in it mm-hmm. at all. So those are just a little bit of history tidbits of the Survivor Series. Not a lot of history there because the Survivor Series was pretty linear. Mm-hmm. You know, you had your fours on fours, you had the weird numbers, but really other than that, there wasn't anything super groundbreaking or amazing or anything like that as it relates to Survivor Series outside of those statistics, but I thought that was cool. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about this year's Survivor Series, and we're going to do some ratings on it. Cool.
So we are back in Peanut Gallery. We're talking about this year's Survivor Series. I'm going to give it a full thumbs up. I'm going to give it a thumbs up as well. It was almost two. I would uh, say... It wasn't really... No, the only the only issue that I had with the show itself was pacing, but we'll get to that here in a second. Right. But let's talk about our first match, which was the Women's War Games match when Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and Bianca Belair took on Rhea Ripley, Nikki Cross, and all members of Damage Control. Right. Uh, so, with this being said, this is not a traditional Survivor Series match. It was a War Games match, so you had the competitors come in in a particular order. Right. So, Bianca Belair and Dakota Kai started, and then it was Io Sky, Asuka, Nikki Cross... Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mia Yim, Rhea Ripley, and finally, obviously, the returning Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. Overall, I'm going to give this match a full thumbs yeah, up. it was pretty the good. The only issue that I had is that where do you go now with Bianca right. and the Raw Women's Champion? I mean, they have a very strong division mm -hmm. on Raw as it relates to the women, but there's not, like, that clear front runner, And of any team... That should have won. The heels should have won with a clear, decisive, this is your next woman to go after Bianca for the Royal Rumble. But, you know, again, you just don't... You, there, There's no reason to have that, though. Like, who who theoretically could it be? Ray Ripley. I think Ray Ripley is the it would most make, lo it would be logical choice, and it, it um, wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for Ray Ripley to enter into a program with Bianca Belair while she's in the middle with a program with Mia. Y the, with, the whole Mia Yim thing should be happening in the first place. Well, it's happening. But I'm sorry, but Ray Ripley is your strongest heel women's competitor. She is constantly on TV. She's basically constantly winning. Well, unless, unless the unless this rivalry with AJ Styles and the OC also ended last night, then which know. I don't. I want to say yes because I'm tired of it, but I know it's not right. You know they're gonna drag this out further, but you can't have her in a program with another individual who's not associated with OC. So. The, is it is it just is it just weird that I just realized that they could have legitimately had the OC versus Judgment Day in a goddamn War Games match, and it would have made total sense. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't, and that's an issue. Why Why? Why was Mia Yim involved? Why were Mia Yim and Ray Ripley involved in this match at all? Other than those two going after each right. other, there's no other association. Right. So it just didn't make any sense. Now, Becky coming back is cool, but once again, right. you kind of put yourself in this place where is Bianca going to take on Bailey again? Like, I don't, don't. want... I, I, I think it's going to come from within. I think, I think, you, it's do you think, do you think Becky might turn heel and go know. after Bianca we again? Don't, we don't know. I don't know. It I don't, I don't be, like, I don't like this weird indecisiveness be, of the women's division. Bliss as well. I mean, you just never know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, it was a leg drop off of the top of the cage for Becky Lynch to win. It was a great opener. I liked it. Gets a full thumbs up from me. Mm -hmm. Other than like those weird discrepancies, that's the really only big thing here. Mm -hmm. Is just it's just really rivalry. The women worked really hard, and you know at the end of the day, it was a very good match. Yeah. Let's All talk right, about let's talk about this this non sort of war games. Why match. was this not war games? This it. It makes so much sense because you already can have a four-on-four -four war game right. and it'd be totally okay. Right. 
Um, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, number one. It only gets one thumbs up because yeah. I thought it overstayed its welcome. It did. This match was only 18 minutes long. Yeah. It felt like, I swear to God, 25 minutes. Yeah, it was, it, the, the match, it was it was a good match. It just, it went too long, I think. Yeah, it went way too long. And I'm sitting here scratching my head on why, <laughs> once again, you know, looking back at it now, I don't know why I didn't think about this possibly being war games. You go to war games. It just, right. it would made so much sense right but they have a regular singles match right the, yeah there's no reason for it right exactly you know they they brought in mia yim to take out or um keep Rhea ripley busy while they're facing each other right and it just would have made more sense than not because everybody was there yeah and it would have made sense but no they had wanted to do this in a weird weirdish way i mm -hmm. just I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, it was a phenomenal forearm for AJ to win. It was a pretty good match, but once again... I don't think the rivalry is over, and I just <sighs> I don't know if it's going to make any sense going forward. No, it, does, it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me going forward. I yeah. think it's obvious. Also, Raw was overrepresented in most of these matches. So, mm -hmm. um, not Obviously, the main event was SmackDown Superstars, but they, they could have done a little bit better with um, with kind of combining the rosters together for right. an event like if this. Right. If you wanted to do a women's war games like they did, I don't think it would have been out of the realm of possibility of maybe having a SmackDown woman in there or right. two to really maybe have right. that someone, balance. Someone who's already in a rivalry. With right, you already else. Hit, you already possibly have rivalries. You have Shayna Baszler and Raquel Rodriguez right. who could have been in this match. I think she's actually hurt though. I'm not sure. Anyways, let's move on to the next match. Uh, so we went from a really long match that needed a you know at least five minutes cut out to a match that probably needed that five minutes more than anything. Oh yeah, it was it was it was a good match. I'm gonna give it a thumbs. Orange, uh, I'm gonna give it an Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy thumbs up. Um, but um, I, the thing that the thing that I think sticks out to me is the the rivalry was not very strong going into. There was it, too so. much interference. Yep. And also the one thing that you need for a Babyface, who basically doesn't have a chance, is a moment or two where she could win. Hit, have her hit the finisher or something and do like a really close two where people might lose their minds right. and people will get behind Shotzi right. more. And, but they didn't. Right. And they, they I, made kind of they made her look kind of weak. Yeah, they did. They did the same thing with Liv Morgan too, though. I mean, I would say at least with Liv Morgan, they gave her more of a chance with it. And, yeah. they, and with with the extreme part of that as well, it at least gave her a new character depth. Yeah. Where with this, it was just a regular match where you're sitting there, you're like, whatever. Right. Ronda dominated. There were a couple of times where you got some flares, but you had to have a, you had to have her try to go right. for a pin or a submission right. where it was that close. Exactly. Then people would have gotten behind Shotzi more, elevated her, and then even in defeat, you make a new star. Yeah. But even though it was still a fine match, and I think they have an opportunity to redeem Shotzi, it just didn't work here. And I think didn't work because I know who they want to push. Right. They want. Ronda to drop the title to Raquel. Right. But Raquel actually, I think she's actually hurt. Right. She's not going to be out for long, but she actually might be hurt. Right. But anyway, yeah, it was there. It was an arm bar for Ronda to retain. Not surprised at all. Where do you go from here? I have no clue. Raw definitely has a stronger of the women's divisions. Yeah. Like, let's put it that way. Let's talk about another Raw match. 
Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, Triple Threat, United States Championship. Full thumbs up. Yep. This was, was this was this was one of this was a very strong match. It was a very good match. Uh, mm-hmm. The back and forth between everybody was great. Mm-hmm. Nobody looked weak nope. at all. And the ending was very surprising. Well done. Yeah. And it was something that needed to happen. Yep. Uh, but here is now my issue is the follow-up. Are we going to continue to have these three go against each other for the United States champion? I mean, it's fine because it's elevating the title. Right, who knows at this point? Right. I mean, it could be any one of a number of possibilities. I mean, I, I guess that's a good thing that gets people curious to watch Raw and SmackDown to see where they go next, right. I guess. But I kind of like a teaser of something to look right. forward to. Well, right, because... Really, without the with the world titles being saddled by uh, Roman Reigns and the tag team champions tag being team, saddled by the Usos, then we, that makes the case for the United States champion kind of being the price to get for now. Right, and you know, I mean, I guess Lashley could possibly go against Reigns, but that just wouldn't make sense to me. I mean, it would make sense to me because Lashley is pretty much one of their strongest competitors. Right. Uh, Rollins, I think, is perfect here for the secondary title for elevation and then theory winning the title last night was actually a very good idea because they redeemed him oh yeah because he had the failed cash in it obviously got goofed on you change theory's gimmick to more of a confident not ridiculous selfie taking idiot Mm -hmm. and now people take him seriously you have a great match where he wins where people didn't think he was going to win and now you have now a new star. Right. It's now the follow-up what you do with Theory. Right. Theory Theory and Rollins as a rivalry is great. I want that to continue. Mm-hmm. But my now my issue is what about Bobby? Right. What do you do with Bobby now? So that's kind of where we are with that. But yes, Theory is the United States champion. Let's go to the main event. Men's War Games. Men's War Games. Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and all members of Brawling Brutes took on the Bloodline. Two thumbs up. Everything about this was a two thumbs up. You know, one thumbs up from me. I think story was excellent. I think that's the well, that's the part that kind of you know again, it probably would have been better if they incorporate some raw stars perhaps into this match because again, SmackDown centric. But um, you know, I think that Survivor Series could take advantage of of doing the build up. Right, um, doing a build up on Raw as well. They could take right. advantage of that, especially right. with well, keep the it, keep men it. holding titles from both shows. I think it made sense for the women's to be all Raw if it's if they wanted the Bloodline to be in the match, have all the members of Bloodline in it. Right. Do, do would I would I really want them to do a Raw versus SmackDown relation here? No. no. Because Roman Reigns is feuding with Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Brawling Brutes. Right. That's right now what they're doing. But with Sami Zayn now going full Uso, betraying Kevin Owens, and really securing that, they're going to build to Owens and Zayn taking the titles off of the Usos. I think that's what they're going to do. I think Reigns is going to make the call Mm -hmm. to kick Sami out. Owens helps his friend. That's your mania match. Right. And I think that's where they're going to do it. Right. Um, that's the only thing that makes logical sense to me. It would be a feel-good moment. You take finally get the titles off of the Usos. You put them on best friends. 
WrestleMania moment, and Sami Zayn right now is the most popular thing in WWE. Right. So anyways, what was the order? Okay. Uh, Butch and Jay Uso started. Ridge Holland, Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, Jimmy Uso, Kevin Owens, Solo Sokoa, Sheamus, and obviously the final person was Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Uh, just a great match all the way around. I thought pacing was exactly where it needed to yep. be. There was great moments within the match itself, including the Sami Zayn heel turn, and it was the splash on Kevin Owens for the win, and finally Jay and Sami hugged because that was the animosity. Right. But Roman, when he hugs Sami, the facial expression changes. Right. And it's like, that's what I want. Right. What does that mean? That gets me as a viewer curious on what's happening right. next. When are they going to do the Sammy's the Sammy turn? Right. I don't know, but I think that's what they're going to do. When I saw this uh, with Brutes and McIntyre, I think they kind of wrapped this up in a nice little bow. Yeah. But I think they're really going to primarily focus on KO yeah. with Bloodline at this point. Um, maybe distract them with Brawling Brutes and McIntyre to really kind of even out the odds. Yep. But as of right now, that's kind of where I'm sitting on it. It was a great way to end the show. And I just thought overall I was very satisfied with this Survivor Series. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And um, I got my money's worth from Peacock with it. All right. So what are we talking about next week? So next week we have... Is that our he double header for pay-per-views? No, that's, oh, no, that's the weekend, weekend after. after. Um, I think it's up in the air right now. I don't think there is a pay-per-view scheduled for next week. So, TBD. Yeah, TBD on what we're going to be doing with it. So if you did enjoy this video, remember to like, subscribe, or follow. If you're listening or watching us, become a patron. You get some cool perks. Get a hat. There is a link down below in the description. And as always, be majestic.